Welcome to Words of Encouragement Devotional by Adrian Ramey. Thank you for listening today. Today on our podcast, we're going to do our Christmas special. Today we're going to talk about a Savior being born. Today I want to read to you out of Luke chapter 2 is where I'm going to take my uh, story from. I'm going to read the Christmas story to you in Luke chapter 2. Before we get started, let's pray and ask God to touch us and ask Him to take this podcast and help apply it to our life and stir our heart that we can be receptive to this Word and let this Word touch us for His glory. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day, Father. Father, I pray, Lord, who's ever listening to this podcast right now, I pray, Lord, that you just be with them right now for your glory, Father. I pray, Lord, that you just stir their heart right now. Let this word touch their heart so they can apply it to their life and grow in their relationship with you, Father. Lord, we just want to glorify you and magnify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, like I said, thank you for taking your time to listen to this podcast. Today we're going to do our Christmas special, and the title is, A Savior is Born. Luke chapter 2, and it came to pass in those days, there there went out a degree from Caesar Augusta that all the that all the world should be taxed, and this ta- and this tax was first made with Cyrus, which governor Sierra, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house of lineage of David. In these first four verses right here, what you're seeing is here is that everybody's going to be taxed. Everybody had to go back to their home place where they lived so they could pay their taxes. It says right here, he's going to tax everyone. What he did was he sent out a census too to see where they live and where they're from that they're supposed to go back to their homeland and supposed to go back and pay taxes. And that's what, as you see here, Joseph did took his wife Mary to to go back to, and they went to Bethlehem, the city of David, where he, the city of David. As you can look here, when it says lineage, it's saying this right here, he's the ancestor of David. He's an ancestor of David. I want you to always remember that. And so that, as you can see here, Joseph, he was an obedient man because you got to understand at this point right here, Mary was very well into this pregnancy, very well into it. And it would have been hard for her to travel back. It took her several days, but she made it back and and everything went fine. So as you can see, the characteristic of Joseph here, he was a protector and he was a provider, but also he was an obedient man. He he obeyed the people that was above him, you could say. And if you looked at his characteristics, you could say that he was an obedient man and he did what he had to do that was best for him and his family, you could say the old saying goes. Now, verse 5 is to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that they should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. As you can see right here, now they made their journey. So they went to a place called, went to his place, and it was an end, and it was very full. For where they have traveled for several days, everything was booked up around this time. They couldn't find a place in where, but the only place they had was like a place out back, was a stable where the animals lived and the animals feed and everything where they slept and where they lay down and so that's where they went that's the only place they had available so they went there and he and when she had her son when she had jesus she wrapped in swallowing clothes and laid him in the manger a manger is a feeding trough for animals so as you could see here if we look at you if you look at this situation right here with the baby jesus how did he come first of all he came from the glory hallelujah he come from the glory hallelujah 
but he come in a humble state on this earth. He come as a humble person. He come as a humble man. He didn't come with fanfare. He didn't come with all this big time stuff. He came as a humble person. As humble as you can be. And if you even look, let's look at Mary and Joseph for a little bit. Mary and Joseph was the, you could say, ordinary people. By means, they was they was poor. They didn't have a lot of means because he was just a carpenter. He wasn't a mechanic. He didn't, he didn't make big money. He was just a carpenter. But they was obedient to God, and they was and they followed God, and they was chosen by God to have this child to raise. Hallelujah for God's glory. Hallelujah. And there were in the same country sheep's abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. In this right here, some biblical scholars say this, the sheep they was watching was temple sheep. So the sheep they was tending to was sheep like that they would sacrifice in the temple. Oh, hallelujah. The temple that they would sacrifice these sheep in the temple. Oh, hallelujah. Somehow God has chosen these sheep because, you know, these shepherds, because I'm going to tell you something. In the next verse, their life changes. Oh, hallelujah. Their life changes. And that whole night turns out changes for the glory. Hallelujah. Let me read it to you. And lo, the angel of the Lord come upon them, and the glory of the Lord shined around about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger." And suddenly there was there was the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace peace goodwill toward men. Right here, okay. Like I said, the night was calm. Okay, it was a normal night for them. I want you to think about their reaction. First of all, it was a normal night. It was calm. Then the angel come and say, hey. First of all, nobody's you know, it's probably in the big dark field and everybody's sleeping, everybody's calmed down, the sheep got fed, and they're kind of calm. And all of a sudden an angel came, oh glory, from the glory, hallelujah. They was afraid, then the angel had to calm them down and told them that in the city of David the Savior has been born. A sign will be given, and you will find this baby in the city of David in Bethlehem. Hallelujah. They was afraid when they saw the angels, but the angels calmed down. But if you look right here, you know what the angel said? You should find the babe wrapped in a swollen clothes, lying in a manger. Okay. Then, I'm going to look at this. And then suddenly there was a great multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God. As you can see, your hall of heaven, hallelujah, to that point was glorifying, praising God. They got to see the glory of God. Hallelujah. They got to see an angel and all the heavenly hosts praising and praising and worship at this time. Hallelujah. But if you look here in the high... In, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace. Peace. He is going to bring peace. The peace that Jesus brings is the, is the true peace that we can't find nowhere else but lies in Him. Hallelujah. The peace that He's going to bring. Hallelujah. Is going to be the peace of God that brings us comfort, that brings us joy, and that brings us, oh, hallelujah, can bring us salvation, that we can repent of our sins and turn to Him. Hallelujah. So as you see here, the angels, the angels said, Peace, goodwill toward men. Before I want you to look at one thing here. This baby is going to be born. Jesus is born for all people. Not for certain people, but for all people. Hallelujah. 
And it came to pass that angels gone away from them into the heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even to Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they come with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known about that the which saying which was told of them come the child. And they that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorified, praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, and it was told unto them. So right now the shepherds has made their journey. Okay, they started out, they made their journey, and they seen the child. They got to see Jesus. Hallelujah. But I want you, I want you to think, I want you to think about this for a minute. How do you think Mary and Joseph reacted when these shepherds come up to them first of all they didn't know who they was but when the shepherd said hey an angel come to us i'm paraphrasing paraphrasing now when the ain't when the shepherd said an angel come to us and told us about this baby we had to come and mary took all these things and put them in her heart took them and put them upon her, upon her heart and thought about these things about how now the good news is out hallelujah now the good news that jesus is born hallelujah glory to god is born now and what they did when they saw him, they praised and worshiped the king. They praised and worshiped Jesus the king. Hallelujah. And glorifying God as they went back and they told the good news, you could say. And all they heard was, but Mary kept all these things and put them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying, praising God for the things that they had heard and seen, and it was told unto them. And when the eight days were accomplished for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so, so named the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Okay, okay, right here. I want you to I want to give you a little bit of tidbit here. Jesus, okay? Jesus in the Hebrew means Joshua, which means Savior, okay? I want you to remember that, okay? Now, I want you to remember when you see Jesus Christ, Christ in the Greek means anointed one. I want you to always remember that, okay? Hallelujah, what a name that Jesus was. He was given that name when, when the angel come upon Mary and the Holy Ghost come upon her and she re- and conceived of this baby that his name shall be called Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Hallelujah. Now they're going to the temple. And where they went from Bethlehem, now the temple is about an hour and a half walk. Uh, so it probably took about, you know, about a half a day to probably get there and get settled in. But they got to the temple. And now they are at the temple. And they're going to dedicate Jesus, hallelujah, in the temple. And when they dedicate him the temple, they're actually going, right now, this separates where he is holy, hallelujah. He is holy here. And I also want you to remember, too, they're the priest in the temple right here. Um, we're going to Simeon. He is the priest of the temple. And God actually told him, he was a devout, I want you to remember this now. He was a devout man, full of the Holy Ghost. And when he was full of the Holy Ghost, God revealed to him that he would see Christ, that he would see this Christ, baby, Jesus, before he died, okay? And I want you to remember that, okay? And it was written in the law of the Lord, every male that opened the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the 
consolation of the Israel and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen, seen the Lord Christ. And he come by the Spirit into the temple, and where the parents brought in the child Jesus to, to do for him after the custom of the law. Then, then took he in, him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For my eyes have seen thy salvation, which now has prepared before the face of all people. A light to the light and to the Gentiles and the glory and the glory of thy people Israel. As you can sit right here, okay? Right here now. He got to see Christ. Like I said, he was full of the who is in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And when he's in the Holy Ghost, he got to see Jesus. And now he said, Hey, my life is complete. My spiritual life is now complete. I have seen the Christ child. I have seen Christ. And like I said, Christ in the Greek means anointed one. I want you to remember that. The anointed one. She The anointed one. Hallelujah. So now he got to see the Christ one. Now he said, Hey, my life is complete. Now, Lord, take your servant. My life is complete. And now he said, Then he took him up his arm and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light unto the light and the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled. Joseph and his mother marveled these things which were spoken of them. And Simeon blessed them and said unto him, Mary his mother, behold, this child is set for the fall and arise of again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yet a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was Anna, a prophecy, the daughter of the daughter of Asher, she was of great age and have lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with it, with fasting and prayers night and day. And she came into that insight, give thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spoke to him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Now, right now, what this is saying right here, right now, in these scriptures right here, okay? We go back to Simeon. Like I said, he has got to see the Christ child. So now his life is complete. But remember one thing. He's full of the Holy Ghost. So in the Holy Ghost, when you're in the Holy Ghost, God reveals things to you. And he was telling Mary what God's revealed to him and says, listen, okay? I want you to remember this. I want you to remember this. I want to try to explain it to you like this. He said, your son will be the fall of some and the rise of many and what he is saying to mary says listen the people that will reject that will reject him and not accept him as their savior is going to fall away but the people that receives jesus as their savior and lives for him are going to rise he's going to rise for many hallelujah glory to god that we get to be in the glory hallelujah as you can see right here, but he told her, he told her that what's going to happen, how Jesus is going down across for her sins, how he's going to be bruised and beaten, and it's going to pierce your heart. And she marveled at these things. And I want you to remember, when the Bible says marvel, it means wonders and astonished. She thought about these things. She wondered about these things and astonished about what she was hearing and everything. And so he told her, he said, your son will be the cause of fall of some, but the rise of many. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As you can see here. Now, 
I want you. I want to tell you the last person in the temple. There was another person named Anna. She was in the temple. She was about eighty-four years old. She lived there in like a little place of the temple. There, they said a little little. She had a little room there. She never left, and she too got to see the Christ child too. Hallelujah! She got the whole Christ child and blessed it. Hallelujah! And she could say her life was complete too. Hallelujah! You can see her. Simeon said, "I have seen the salvation." She out of I have seen the salvation. Hallelujah! So if we take this lesson today in applications, this is that we can take this Christ child, the Christmas present that God has given us, His Son Jesus. Lying in the manger. We can take that gift and accept in our own personal life and ask forgiveness of our sins and ask Jesus to be our Lord and personal Savior. And that is the greatest gift that we can ever have in our life for His glory. That is the greatest gift right there that we can have. Yes, we're going to get Christmas presents tomorrow being Christmas Day and we're going to enjoy our time with our families and friends and enjoy with loved ones and, and have a lot of fun and, and, and changing and giving gifts and, and gifts. We can use them. We can you know have a lot of fun with what we're, we are getting. But I want to tell you, the greatest gift of all is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The greatest gift of all that right now you can unwrap today. If you accept him as your Savior, you'll get the greatest gift of all. Hallelujah. And this gift right here is a lifetime gift. Hallelujah. It's a lifetime of gift. And when you get to see him face to face, when you go to the glory and you can see him face to face for yourself, you can say, thank you, Jesus. You was the greatest Christmas gift I've ever received at whatever age you was. Hallelujah. Whatever age you was, you would accept Jesus. You can say, you are the greatest gift. You down across my sins and rose on that third day. And I don't deserve to be here, but because of your love and your grace, I'm here today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That, my friend, my brothers and sister, is the greatest gift of all. A Savior is born, and that we too can accept Him as our Lord and personal Savior, that we can rise with Him and live in the glory. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. This was our Christmas special, you could say, our Christmas special podcast. I wanted to read the Christmas story to you out of Luke. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 38. And I hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope you can take it and apply it to your life and grow in your relationship with the Lord. Now, let's take our needs to God. If you have anything you want to pray about right now, just give your needs to the Lord. He's right there. Reach out and touch the Lord, the old song says. So let's pray right now. And any needs you have, just give it to Him for His glory. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day, Father. Lord, I pray, Lord, right now, who's ever listens podcast, I pray, Lord, you just be with them right now, Father. I pray, Lord, that you just touch them right now for your glory. Whatever need they have right now, touch it for your glory in Jesus' name, Father. Lord, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the precious gift. Jesus, the gift. Thank you for that gift. Thank you for salvation that we can receive in our life, Lord, that we can live with you forever in the glory. Thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, God, for sending your son, Jesus, at this, as we celebrate Christmas, celebrate Jesus' birthday, the birth of our Savior. If you don't know who Jesus is, your Lord and personal Savior, if you don't know who Jesus is, if you don't know who Jesus is as your Lord and personal Savior, I want you to say this prayer with me. I want you to pray with me right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I am so sorry, God, I have sinned against you. I ask you, Jesus, 
to come into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins. Thank you, Jesus, that your blood has washed away all of my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to my heart be my Lord and personal Savior. From this day forward, I'll confess you and tell people about you and tell people what you have done for me. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer right now, you have got the greatest Christmas gift of all. No gift, nobody else could give, but only God is this, is Christ, Lord, is Jesus Christ, is your Savior. Hallelujah. The greatest gift of all. You got the greatest gift of all right there. If you have said that prayer, I'd like for you to send me a comment or, or direct message me on my Facebook page of Words of Encouragement by Adrian Ramey. Uh, direct message me, say, hey, I received salvation, and we can rejoice with you and let the Lord touch you. Hallelujah. Also, if you're listening to our podcast, I want you to know that we have got two sponsors now for our podcast. One of our sponsors is Anchor, and our other sponsor is Pocket Cast. So now when you listen to the episodes, you will hear me do a, um, you'll hear me do a commercial for our uh, sponsors and we really appreciate our sponsors that wants to sponsor the show and everything but also if you're listening you can listen to on us on apple on apple itunes google spotify breaker Castbox, overcast pocket cast and radio public and anchor app so as you can see you can get the show in so many different ways and you can always go to our facebook page and see our different episodes it's called word of encouragement by adrian ramey our facebook page you can get all the podcast episodes plus teaching videos and devotionals we appreciate you listening today and i want to say merry christmas Merry Christmas as we celebrate Jesus' birthday.